Welcome to the DC Beer Show, everybody. We are at DC Beer across social media. Brandy, what are you drinking? Hi, Jake. Hi, Brandy. Uh, well, <laughs> before I get into what I'm drinking, I wanted to ask you and our listeners if they, if y'all know that it's National Stout Month. <sighs> Mind blown. <laughs> I live every I'm, month like right? National Stout Month. <laughs> I'm bounced to fuck with that. Um, I swung by Jake's on my way home yesterday to snag some beer that he had for me because we do random beer drops and porch pickups between uh, the little DC beer fam. I was hoping he would sneak some stout in there because he knows I like that dark, dark, uh, but he didn't sneak any stouts in there. So I looked at my French and saw the that I well what I thought was my only stout and it is a dogfish head utopia barrel age worldwide stout but that's over 15% and I felt like that was probably a bad idea to drink solo on a Tuesday night but maybe not I don't know we'll see um but then I saw this little can peeking over the corner of the other cans and it is caboose's shout out to caboose out in via um Vienna Virginia, there's a, they have another one um, in Mosaic District, I think. But um, I I have always gone to the Vienna one. Uh, it's the Hobo Imperial Stout with vanilla bean. And it actually only clocks into 8%, so I don't feel like a bad girl drinking it on a Tuesday night by myself. Uh, right? Um, speaking, speaking of Caboose, they are having this really awesome fundraiser or uh I, I, what would you call it mike fundraiser yeah. yeah yeah absolutely fundraiser yep yep yeah where they are for for every um baltic pint of their baltic porter that they sell during the month of february they're giving a dollar donating a dollar to the northern virginia uh black chamber of commerce so i think that's really freaking cool so if you are stopping by caboose you can try some of their yummy beers, but if you get that Baltic Porter, a dollar of what you're be- drinking is going to go to the Northern Virginia Black Chamber of Commerce. So shout out to Caboose. Cheers. Yeah, good on them. Mike, what yeah. are you drinking? <clears throat> Brandy, I am drinking <laughs> not stout. Womp womp. Uh, I'm so sad, but I am drinking a wonderful beer, and it's good beer season 12 months out of the year. Just like, truthfully, Black History Month is 12 months out of the year. I am drinking a Shaw Brew Pub exclusive, the Reverence of Dionysus, a 4.9% ABV Brett Saison. Longtime listeners of the show will know that any beer that's under 5% is just calling out for a a purchase by the Stein family. Um, Thankfully, this Reverence of Dionysus was brought to life uh, by Wright Proper's shift lead, Chiari. And this is Chiari's tribute to the divine Greek god of wine and pleasure. This beer was open fermented with our house mixed culture yeast blend, they say. And it is really, it's beautifully clear like a lager. Tiny bubbles, tons of effervescence coming up to the top. Um, and it just has this wonderful yeast character. Um, if you like things that are funky but not quite sour, this is the one for you. 
And it's just absolutely delicious. I'm really proud of Right Proper's wild fermented beer. Um, so shout out to Chiari. Shout out to everybody doing their thing at Right Proper. We love y'all. You have supported uh, Black History Month causes 12 months out of the year. We love to see it. Keep up the quality work, Right Proper. Um, what? Brandy, I think you were just at Right Proper, weren't you? I was on Sunday. I dropped in real quick and actually saw Imani uh, of mm. Urban Garden Brewing. And I was like, oh, my God, Imani. So I got really excited. But just real quick about Right Proper. Guess what's back on tap? Haxon! <laughs> Yay, I was so excited. I sat down. I was like, oh, what? Because it, I feel like it was never on tap every time I'd go. Um, I was so excited about it. And they also have the Put it in cans, Barrett. I know. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it you know, is in cans, you but know the draft world is just so isn't good. as classy. You know that uh, the world doesn't have as good taste as you, Brandy, because Haxon would be on 365 if it were. Um, did you also, did, did you by chance have a dark lager? Does Ray, does Ray Proper have a, a dark lager on draft yeah. as well? Yeah, uh, well, I, when I was there, I had the Schwartz beer, which is very yummy, yummy, that dark, beautiful lager. It was beautifully, I held it up to the light, and it was this beautiful ruby red coming through the light, the filter. It was so beautiful. Um, so I had that in the Haxon. And there was also a really yummy IPA on on tap that I didn't try, but my friend tried. So <laughs> not that I was not going to try it, I just forgot we were eating i was destroying a chicken sandwich <laughs> and wings so Ch- yeah chicken chicken wings before ipa always for me but um yeah. that's just my opinion <laughs> <laughs> always wings so everyone all the brewers and people who have beer and no beer and make beer if you have a stout out there and you want to donate it to miss brandy holder i will be i will happily take your stout from you <laughs> Give it to me. Or if you want to tell us about it, dc.beer slash releases. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Jake, what are you drinking? What tipple are you tippling this evening? Brandy mentioned IPA. And so I have here a not IPA from the IPA mavens over at Other Half. I have the Other Half 8th Anniversary Pilsner Lager, a collab between them and New Hampshire's Schilling. It is exactly 5%. Uh, It is delightful. And if you missed it in cans, it's still, I think, on draft other half. And if it isn't now, it's definitely going to be this weekend because other half is going to put each and every single 8th anniversary beer on tap this weekend. Um, They've got heaters. I learned they've got TVs that play sports ball or don't play sports ball. I don't give a shit. Why are you watching TV? Why would you say yeah. that when I was about to drink a... Oh, okay. Go ahead. Ah, we got Brandy I do a spit t- take. I had a spit take. Damn. <laughs> Save the punchlines, Bert. Yeah. But anyway, like, we we know Other Half is capable of making a delightful collaboration lager because they, they did one with Rothhouse last year, and they're doing one with Schilling this year, 8th Anniversary Pilsner. It's banging. Um, they have other 8th Anniversary hazies and pastries and sours and goodnesses for you. Um, if you didn't get it last weekend, they're all going to be on tap this weekend. I would say check it out. Yeah, it's really a 
It's it's the golden age of lager in DC. Um, I talked to other halves owner uh, a couple months ago, Matt Monahan, and he said that all of the lagers other half is making are currently cranking out of DC. So shout out to everybody producing quality lager, especially other half. Uh, but then the old standbys as well, right proper Shaw Becker Schwartz beer. Check that one out if you want a Schwartz beer, a dark lager that has Shaw in the name uh, and upholds the excellence of Black Broadway, of U Street, of the Shaw neighborhood. Check out that Shaw Becker, then then go to other half and throw back some Anniversary Pilsner, which is just divine. It is crushing. Um, that beer, I've heard more people talk about that Pilsner in the last week uh, than just about any other Pilsner. So check it out. It was very popular amongst the our, our little group text chain that we have going on it was kind of cute <laughs> we're adorable <laughs> isn't it nice to just like geek out about lager <laughs> speaking of geeking yeah. about lager we've got jeff ramirez the chief beer officer from denizens on the show and he and i had a chance to geek out about lager and other things like braggot earlier give it a listen Hi, I'm Jake, and I'm here with Jeff Ramirez, the Chief Beer Officer, CBO of Denizens Brewing. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jake. It's been about a year since we all last spoke with Denizens, and so now that we're a year in, we're wondering how the public reception to the Hike the Alps series has been. Uh, This is like a a small batch, bottle, not can series of lagers. Uh, so see, you know, separate from your PGC lagers, Born Bohemians, and yeah, yeah. The uh, it's not just lagers, but for the most part, it is. Um, there is a Hefeweizen, uh, but it's all inspired from uh, travels in Germany and Austria when I went to Siebel Institute. I can't really remember, but it's probably like two thousand nine or ten through two thousand eleven. When I worked at Iron Hill, they allowed me to like break up, and it's an intensive course, so like a trade course, and go to Chicago, and then then Germany was the final part of it uh, to learn brewing school, like uh, just technical stuff as well as um, tradition. When we went out to to Germany and Austria, so that was something that you know we've done a lot of loggers here. One's a core year round, the other one's uh, six months out of the year, but. These are more traditionally inspired, so we actually get the yeast strain, if available, that originated from said breweries or monasteries or whatever. So, um, and then did as much research as one can with the internet and memory and just drinking if the product's available. Uh, and then also just our own knowledge of how to make beer. So we started it last year. Uh, it's inspired by travel. Travel was very much limited during COVID, so it's kind of felt like the right thing. We've been wanting to do it for a few years, but without having the Riverdale location, uh, production capacity and all that, it was just really couldn't come to fruition. It just felt like, hey, we're not out of this, but we're we're not March whatever, or April 2020. Let's, let's get some passion back in the brewery and uh, have some fun. And the customers basically received it well. We didn't make that much of it, we made the appropriate amount for our customer base. But what that did was it was always fresh. It was always quality. And then this year when we're redoing the, the start of it, we're actually adding two brands. So I couldn't be happier with the outcome. <laughs> what's, what's, what's coming down the pike, the, the two new ones? So 
I mean, the first the first year we did six brands, so it was Dunkel, Helles, Hefeweizen, Meritzen, Keller beer, Doppelbach, and then of those six, we added Pilsner, but it's like Austrian-inspired Pilsner, not German specifically, and then um, Rausch beer, which is going to be released in October. So again, here we go. Not a spell, but like you know, yeah, enough to keep the DC beer crew and the the various Rausch beer fans around here happy. So first up is going to be a rebrew of the Dunkel, yes? Yes. So in a, in addition to these traditional German styles, you've also got two heavy hitters coming out before that, yes? Yeah. The Friday before, it's um, they're bourbon barrel aged beers and they're clean. They're uh, one, the first one is Chapless Horseman, which is our shirtless horseman Russian Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels. That one was aged in wild turkey this year, and then we have Call Waiting which is our Better Call Colette, which is a Scottish Wee Heavy, aged in bourbon barrels, and then finished with Vigilante Coffee. So Vigilante Coffee, uh, I believe the original is Hyattsville right here, which is where we go to. Franklin Venter, Head Roaster, Friend, all that stuff comes through. You know, we get, we get there's kind of standard. We usually use the Nicaraguan. This one was El Fuego, but it was, I believe, Colombian, but pretty similar notes. Touches all the, you know, the chocolate note, like medium to to dark roast kind of things, but very drinkable. Real nice beer. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's a really interesting flip of the script because if you think about a Russian Imperial Stout that's bourbon barrel aged, there's occasionally the coffee adjunct added. But here, it's in Scotch Ale, right? You're, you're exactly right, where you have the roastiness that can come from the black malt uh, with the Russian Imperial. But we try to, you know, are we heavy is basically Maris Otter, 100% Flake barley and Maris Otter is an English. Uh, I'm gonna call it an heirloom malt anymore, but it's a more earthy, floor malted, interesting malt as a base. And then flake barley for head retention and black malt for color. And so there's not gonna be any, any roastiness like you would for a Russian Imperial, as you were saying, Jake. But what it allows for is that any roast of the coffee to really shine and not be uh, overshone by malted barley roast. So. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a favorite of mine. I am a big fan of both those beers. Like just a clean, like really well put together. Um, the ABV's there. It lets you know, but you're not whopped over the head. I need to interrupt the the important DC beer news to break into DC seltzer news, and that is um, you all have Moco Seltzer. It is being rebranded, and now it is going to be sold in DC and Virginia as well. Yes. Quick switch on the on the name. From Moco to Dens. Moco was for Montgomery County, uh, and that's the nickname for it for people in Maryland. Basically, during COVID, we had planned on doing hard seltzer before that, but the Moco Show, which is a podcast in, uh, in Montgomery County. Yeah, we know the Moco Show. And they wanted to do a collaboration. We're like, okay, we're planning on doing seltzer already. COVID happened, kind of shifted any, any gears on that. And then we were just like, you know what, let's just do this. Tried it out. It was well-received uh, in the tap rooms and in the small, the first drop that we did. So we continue to do it. We've, we've grown it since then, only through our self-distribution in uh, Montgomery County and our tap rooms in Silver Spring, as well as uh, Riverdale, uh, which is in Prince George's County. And, you know, it's done well. 
two citrus flavors year-round. One's blood orange, the other is lime. And then we have three seasonals. Strawberry cucumbers coming up soon. Pina colada will be in the summer. And then grapefruit will be in the fall starting September. Cool. That's that's D-E-N-Z. Uh, again, I'm... I'm not a big seltzer person, um, but I am a buy local person. And so if you were going to do truly a White Claw, um, I would say um, browse full transparency, denizens, um, dens. Um, these are local options. Uh, I would say support them. Earlier, you had mentioned um, the year-round lager and then one that's half year-round, six months. The year-round one is like my personal denizens favorite, Born Bohemian. For six months, though, there's um, PGC Prince George's County lager. And is that going to be coming out in March? Well, we, we kind of keep it year-round in the Riverdale Park Tap Room on draft. All right. Uh, but for cans. For cans, we, we, you know, we keep it on probably end of March through late September. And reason being is that it can be hot in this area all those times. And Born Bohemian is a hoppy medium to medium light body pilsner pgc premium is a premium american lager but really what it is is a munich hellas recipe using rice as an adjunct and then also our bohemian lager strain so it's still round and flavorful and all that because we use premium malts we just use some rice to kind of lighten the body while still having the nice flavors of both the Barca Pilsner that we get from Vireman and then the Munich that we get from Vireman. That's direct containers from those that uh, German Molster. One reason I brought that up is that um, we encountered two members of the Washington Mystics uh, who like to shotgun beer. And so take a bow, um, Alicia Clark and former WNBA MVP Elena Deladon, and so we were we were talking up um, PGC as uh, perhaps one of one of the local uh, beers in cans uh, that might meet their shotgunning needs. Well, I mean, first and foremost, Prince George's County. I'm pretty sure not not as a basketball person, but like has birthed some of the best basketball players over the last decades. Like, pretty sure that's fact. And uh, I don't know if it, if it makes sense that athletes. Need some nourishment, need some calories, and need the shotgun it. So cool. We're gonna try and make this happen. Get it on video. Win for the Mystics. Win for Denizens. Win for DC Beer. Thank you much, Jeff, for your time on the show. As you can tell, listeners, we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming down the pike from Denizens. Be on the lookout for it. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jake. And we're Brock, Brandy. Tell them what's new. Well. There's a couple of things that I wanted to mention. Um, I will start by saying, before I get into upcoming events and beer releases, that last week, Aaron at Silver Branch invited the DC Beer crew out, and only myself and Richard could come or could make it. But she wanted to give us a little sneaky peek taste test of their new flagship IPA, Dr. Juicy. They brewed trials of the IPA for the public to vote on. Uh, so they're, it, so they did two different flavor profiles with Dr. Juice. They switched up hops and and um, they still use the same yeast strain, but they, they did they changed slight little things between each beer. And the beers are comparable, but but slightly different. And so they wanted they want to make this new IPA their flagship IPA. 
because uh, if you know Silver Branch, they really focus on Belgians and and you know more lager type styles, but they really haven't put out a ton of IPA. So this is going to hopefully be on the menu all the time. <laughs> but they wanted to have the people choose. Uh, it's a people's brewery. You go in all the time. There's regulars there every day. But we went in, Richard and I, and we had sat down with Aaron and the brewer, Chris. We talked about the beer and we tried trial A and trial Z. We, all of us, I shared the beer with Jake and Mike as well. And at the end of the voting, we will tell everybody what we, which one we preferred. Um, so we don't skew any, anybody. But if you guys want to check it out, go try both batches or both styles of the Dr. Juicy IPA and uh, let us know what you think. Other than that, we have upcoming events at Three Stars. The folks over at Three Stars set out to Lynn. They are they are cranking out events galore in February. Uh, it's great. So just in the next couple of weekends, since our podcast comes out biweekly, we we wanted to shout out a couple of things for the next couple of weekends. So there is the Beer Olympics and a flea market pop up this coming Sunday, uh, the sixth. There's also they're doing another vendor popper pop up on the twelfth. And the Homebrewers, the DC Homebrewers Club, shout out to Mike Lestort, love you, is also at Three Stars on the 19th. Hellbender is doing a vendor pop-up on the 12th. So if you wanted to, you can brewery hop in Northeast DC. You can go to Three Stars and Hellbender, pick up, have some beer, pick up something for yourself or someone you at least moderately like for Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day, hashtag treat yourself. Uh, But... That it's really great over here in, in Northeast DC. You can you know go to a couple places and it's a good community vibe. Some cool beers out right now. Red Bear has a beer, it's a sour, it's a dragon fruit raspberry sour called Things We Don't Say. So go see them. And we're gonna talk about Red Bear a little bit later in the month. They're having their anniversary in March, so but that's a little bit later. Uh we wanted to make sure that all the breweries in the area know that we are going to start doing this little segment about upcoming beer releases because we want to give the listeners something to look forward to, beer anticipation. Only a couple of people, breweries, have filled out our little form. If you're interested, let us know. We will give you the form because we want to highlight your beers. We want to talk about you and shout you out on the podcast. Right now, the ones we know about are coming from Three Stars and Capital Cider House. Three Stars is coming out with coming out with two porters this month in February, Zombie Date Night and Peanut Butter Zombie, which is going to be really fun. And Capital Cider House has a cherry bourbon cider, which sounds really good. I can't tell you the date that it's dropping. Yeah, but it's but it's no for a drop date, but check that out. I, I know we haven't talked about Capital Cider House much, but I, I like I like those folks over there. So, you know, if you want to take a slight break from beer, go have some some apple. Boozy apple juice. <laughs> Plus the next DC's you, only pomo. Yeah. What do you have going on, Jake? Do you have any additions or Mike? I've got one additional beer, um, and it is not from here, but you'll be able to purchase it here. Um, 
Stone out of California, and I suppose Richmond as well, is now shipping to D.C., and they have some online exclusives. Um, some of them are going to come um, out of Greg Koch's cellar. So like you know, he's got like some like 2015 like Russian Imperial Stout or like Old Guardian Barley Wine um, filed away. Cool, have at it. Uh, they're going to go like the brewery route. And their first online exclusive is a homebrew winning contest recipe for a Wee Heavy brewed with pineapple. That's designed to taste like a pineapple upside down wee heavy. Um, what? That sounds hella weird to me. Um, yeah. But I yeah. <laughs> um, will it work? I don't know. But Stone is shipping to DC. Stone doesn't just ship to anywhere. It's really like California, Ohio, and us. So hey, cool. Good on Stone. Yeah, we're we're excited for the Stone beers. I think mostly because um, you know, as far as breweries go. They are very well equipped in Richmond, Virginia. Um, It's a state-of-the-art brewery. They have a wonderful lab. They're not putting out bad beer there. So the same way you trust a name like Sierra Nevada, you know a beer coming out of stone is not going to suffer poor quality. Now, the first couple of beers from this series, from the Cellar series, were um, IPAs, hazy IPAs. I think there was a double IPA. But the fact that a Wee Heavy is now coming out is really cause for celebration. Uh, The same way that whenever you see a Baltic Porter on tap, you order it. And if a dollar from the Baltic Porter goes to the Black Chamber of Northern Virginia, Black Chamber of Commerce, even better. Then you order five of them if your name is Mike Stein. Uh, and and the, same, the same goes for Haxon, right? We love we love Porter. It's always Porter season. Um, so, you know, vote with your wallets. Support the beer, uh, cider, palmo you, you want to see in the world. I also heard that Fair Isle Brewing is going to be available for to ship to D.C. So if you guys are interested in having a Washington State brewery some beer from them then you can definitely have beer shipped to you they (laughs) i'm a moron that's okay uh they reached out to dc beer and i put my address in for some cool feral beer thanks thanks y'all but i wasn't home today because i unlike the rest of the world (laughs) have to go to work I can't stay at my work from home. So I missed the delivery. Uh, that's unfortunate. But shout out to Fair Isle for shipping to DC. Thanks. That's right. <laughs> Washington State, a um, couple of years old, all farmhouse style ales, um, a lot of mixed fermentation, local ingredients. Um, we dig that sort of thing. We're into it. Cool. Good work. All right. I think that's what we've got for now. DC.beer slash releases. Breweries, let us know what's up with new releases. Then we can let the listening audience know as well. Um, We are at DC Beer across the socials. Tag us. Let us know what you're drinking. Um, Congratulations. You made it through dry January. Um, I do want to shout out Derek Brown. Ideas improve. Um, Stepping away from Columbia Room over in Shaw. Um, and passing the torch. Uh, well done, well done, sir. And you also cannot hashtag Twitterless Brandy now because I finally broke down and got on Twitter. It's, under, it's on my vintage shop. 
Yeah. So, but if anyone out there in the Twitter world wants to at DC Beer Brandy, you can find my vintage shop, Bees Knees Vintage DC, and talk about beer with me. I'm totally happy about that. <laughs> Teach me how to Twitter because I don't know. I suck at it. I'm new. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, everybody. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, gang. Love y'all.